Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. Don't feed me crap. Of Boston Sports Radio. Yeah, get it right, stupid. Elgar and Maz. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5 The Sports Hub. So, Bill Belichick meeting with reporters today. Asked this question, will Mac Jones be the starting quarterback next season? Answer from Belichick. Mac has the ability to play quarterback in this league. We all have to work together to be more productive than we were this year that's an understatement look there was a lot of frustration coming from mac jones he had josh mcdaniels as his offensive coordinator as a rookie so he was able to at least compare and contrast bailey zappi didn't know any difference because he was the rookie mac jones knew how different it was and i was talking to coach garrett about this last night when when you're a quarterback when you're a smart guy that's been around great offensive minds you notice right away if the coach is on it or if the coach isn't. And, hey, Matt Patricia's defensive coach. Joe Judge was a special teams guy. These are not offensive specialists. Bill Belichick was basically trying to will them in toward it. The idea is they're so smart at everything else, they should figure it out. It's all football. It shouldn't make a difference. Bill Belichick mastered everything. Others should too. Well, it may take some time to fully master it. And Mac Jones, we saw the repeated outbursts. We've seen the questionable play where it's a manifestation of frustration maybe josh mcdaniels makes a phone call to bill belichick to work out a trade for mac jones and maybe the patriots move on at quarterback it 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 isn't the kind of answer we would have gotten from bill belichick after any of the years tom brady was quarterback that's for sure mike florio pro football talk all solid analysis that we would all agree with except for that little piece about maybe it's time to trade him to the Raiders it's our number two a big boy Tuesday Greg Bedard Boston Sports Journal is in our town fair tire studios in Waltham big boy Tuesday is presented by Uber Eats what's for dinner tonight get your food order with Uber Eats you can feed the entire family with so many options including lots of healthy ones that Greg now opts for first time users can get $30 off their first three orders with promo code hub Great offer right there, promo co- but only with promo code HUB. Taxes and fees apply. Download the Uber Eats app for availability. Do you think it's at all possible they move on from Mac Jones? What, what, what percentage would you put on that? Uh, yeah, I think it's possible. Um, percentage? 30%. Wow, that's high. Holy I mean, crap, uh, a one in three shot? Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, well, one in three shot is like... I don't think it's that, I mean... So I was going to put it at 10%. There's a 1 in 10 chance, maybe a, maybe 20. Maybe 5% chance. I had 30%, just under a 1 in 3 shot. 
of him being traded? Holy crap. You got to tear up the rundown and start over. If you think he has a chance to be traded like that, forget about that. Under what conditions is he traded? Well, first of all, if Bill runs it back, uh, I think Mac Jones requests a trade. Okay, that doesn't mean they have to grant it. Right. But and so we I want agree. we wh- what does uh, Mike Tomlin say? We want soldiers, not hostages. Yeah, no, no. So I agree. I agree. If Bill Belichick, if what comes out of Belichick's postseason meetings with Kraft is that we're running it back as is, Mac Jones is like f this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Bill's going to run it back as is. Right? Nor do you. Right? right? No, no. So I mean, I just don't see. I don't see that happening. I, no. I mean, I think it. I think it's. I think it's very low. It's probably more like 15, 10%. But, you know, it, but I, I am accounting for who the hell knows what Bill's going to do. Yeah, so who and the hell Robert knows? might And Robert might just say, he might talk a big game and just be like, okay. Yeah, well, Because right. I want the I want the record broken here. So Bill walks all over him. So here's the know. path that Robert says, okay, Bill, what, what are we going to do about the offense? What What's going on here? And Bill says to Robert, well, you know, your quarterback's not that good. And he's a real pain in the ass. He doesn't take coaching. He's got a big head. He's a problem, Robert. He's an issue. And you want to improve your offense? Improve that position. And Kraft buys it. You know, and Kraft goes for it. Like, that's the path, right? Like, that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not Patricia. It's Mac Jones. And that's what, you know, Bill would sell to Robert. And hopefully Robert would say it's both. But, you know, I mean, either way, like, that's how it would go down. I don't see it. And I, I think it would be stupid. And I, I, I'm, I'm a Mac Jones guy barely. You know, 51% to 49. He's a real tweener, but I'll, uh, I'll err on the side of, of Mac Jones. So I, I, I would run it back with Mac Jones and try and get everything I could out of him in this third year. Well, it's all of As that. As opposed to starting all over. I'm certainly not drafting again. I'm not doing that. If you want to tell me that you, you want to get stupid and bring in Aaron Rodgers. I don't want some you know, injury-prone Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, yeah. or, you know, Garoppolo. Or, but, so what if what, he got a better return on a draft pick? Say Tennessee. Say Bill O'Brien ends up going to Tennessee. They're picking 11 overall. They get the 11th overall pick for Mac Jones. I think you can sell that to Robert. I would take that. I oh, wouldn't. Sure. But I don't think anybody's doing that. I don't even think McDan- McDaniels would do that in Vegas. Give, give you the 11th overall pick or whatever Vegas is picking. I, I'm, I'm not going back into the draft to pick another guy in the middle of the first round. And that's how I'm back where I started. You want to give me the first overall pick and Andrew Luck is sitting there? Fine. But I'm not drafting a guy just to start all over. I think that's ridiculous. Oh. Go ahead, Jimmy. How about trading for Jordan Love? So I would love I think Jordan Love is a great guy to take a shot on. Am I giving up Mac Jones to do that? I don't know. I want the Packers to, I don't I don't want I, I I want the Packers to do it. I want the Packers to go forward with him. I'd rather try something like that than going into the draft and taking a kid right out of a bowl game. At least, you know, Jordan Love has been in the NFL training camps for three years in an NFL playbook and blah, blah, blah. I think he's a much better bet than some rookie. Oh, I would hate to do that. No, no, I give Mac Jones another shot easily. I mean, to me, I, 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 don't, think that, I don't think that's a debate. A few more calls here for uh, Greg Bedard. Dakota and Braintree. Hi, Dakota. Oh, God. Uh, for 2023, before I get to Mr. Bedard, uh-huh. if they run it back with Mac Jones, if you look at that schedule for next year, about six wins maybe with Mac Jones. But anyways, Greg, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that Matt Patricia is the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL. Thank I'm gonna you. Throw you. I'm going to throw you that bone, okay? But if you look 
at three throws. And I thought Mac Jones played his best game of the year in the most meaningful game of the season. Okay, I'm also going to give you that. And the problem was there were three specific throws that Matt Patricia is not involved with because he's already drawn up the plays and the plays were there. Okay, one was the first interception where he overthrew the wide the, the receiver down the left side didn't that was picked him. off. Nope. He didn't overthrow him because no. the, the receiver was underthrown. The D back was over the top. No, he just had a he just had a wide receiver who turtles at contact oh, as wait, opposed wait, to Devontae Parker who went up and caught it and made a touchdown. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. On the first interception, Greg, the film, as you said, the film doesn't lie. Yep. The D-back was over the top. That means if he underthrows it, that's a completion and not an interception. Okay? The next interception, it was the reverse. In the back of the end zone, which should have been called pass interference, he had him beat over the top, and he throws it short. And that's when the pass interference was not called. Those were two opportunities. The, the third one is the Devontae Parker deep ball. Mac Jones had him wide open. And where did he throw it? Outside the hashes. Devontae Parker had the secondary guy beat to the inside of the field. Matt Patricia is not that problem there. He had Devontae Parker wide open to hit him on the helmet. And if he leaves him to the middle of the field, the that's a touchdown. Dakota, that's, conclusion. Yeah. Conclusion. The conclusion is Greg Bedard is compromised by his cronies on the inside that are giving him information from the Mac Jones camp, and we should negate 50% of everything Bedard, Bedard says because he's compromised. 50? I'll give you 20%, 10%. I'm not going Mac 50. Mac Jones hit Devontae Parker in the, fa- in the helmet in the face. from 45 yards, and Dakota blames that on Mac. I don't, I don't know what he was talking Was he talking about the Hunter Henry one, the second one? Yeah, we already went we, through the place. Yeah, but the, the second interception, we, we, he wasn't in the back of the end zone. No, he, he was I, right on the goal line. He was line. on the line. He had me confused a little bit there. Yeah. So I think Dakota's compromised. And, and look, I, I made the point. I, capacity I gave Mac Jones half the Aguilar interception. You know, but you – and like I said, he made – the cornerback was in the same spot, did the same thing. It was basically the same play to Devontae Parker, and Devontae Parker – was a monster, went over the top, grabbed it, touchdown. So does Mac Jones get credit for that? But he sucks because he did the same thing to Nelson Aguilar, and N- Nelson Aguilar wussed out on his probably his last target as a Patriot. Forgettable tenure. You, you tell me. You getting that from Jones's camp or what? <laughs> I think you're compromised. Ten questions with Bedard right after this. Elger and Maz continues on the Sports Hub. You want the answer? You've got to ask the question. Do you have an opinion based on if you had to go with your gut, what, which way it would go? Uh, Sometimes you have to ask it over and over and over again. Why, 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 why? This is 10 Questions with Greg Bedard and Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. That's that time of the week. Ten questions with Greg Bedard. He's got sponsors up the yin-yang, as he should. Awaken 180 Weight Loss brings you ten questions with Bedard. At Awaken 180 Weight Loss, make 2023 the last time losing weight is your New Year's resolution. Choose a solution for weight loss. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. All right, ten questions, ten minutes. we got to be on time. Jimmy, what are our buzzer options? Mac Jones is a little bitch. Strong commentary from who is that? Uh, Michelle in uh, somewhere in the North Shore, I believe. Go ahead. Next. Connor, Connor McDermott. McDermott. Ah, I love it. In harmony. 24 32 is two. Thank you. I needed that. Definitely nope. wasn't. More Felgren Maz math right there. My point is they easily should have been like 11 and, and whatever. 
But instead of eight and nine, you could have been 11 and six. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Again, Felgren Maz Math. Next. Mac has the ability to, you know, to play quarterback in this league. Mm. Next. Last one. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Oh, just feed that into my veins, Jim. Like, We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Number 10, NFL question, Greg. Which teams that just missed the playoffs would you have liked seen in the tournament? Of course, the Lions. They're number one. I mean, they, they were fun. What they did to the Packers the other night. Dan Campbell experience. Like, it's, it's fun. Pittsburgh and Detroit, those should have been the seven seats. We were robbed. I think Pittsburgh would actually give Buffalo a game more than Miami, especially if they're not going to start Tua. And he's right. Detroit's the most fun, likable team in the NFL. I wish they got in. They're definitely likable. I I would vote Pittsburgh just because I think they earn it. They deserve it. Like, I just... Their turnaround was insane. It, it, it happens almost every year. All their bad years, they fight to the end. Tomlin gets them above 500. they They're either in the playoffs or just missing it. And there's something to be said for that. They never tank. They never just give in. And that's, you know, that's a real testament to him. Sounds like you're making the case for Bill. Uh, Except they didn't fight to the end last year. I I don't know. I mean, I guess they tried in this game, but when you lose five of your last seven games. Yeah, compare their Decembers, Tomlins and Bills over recent years. Thank you. They lost four of their last six last year, five of their last seven this year. It's hard to say they're quite going on Pittsburgh Steeler-type runs at the end of the year. Next. Mac has the ability to, you know, to play quarterback in this league. Thank you, Bill. Very kind of you to say that. Number nine, what do you think of the league's plan, Greg, to potentially play the AFC title game on a neutral site? What would have been your resolution overall? How do you think the league handled the Hamlin situation overall? I thought that they handled it fine. At the end of the day, I think the end result uh, was about as fair as you're going to get. I mean, because... You know, the Bills could have won out and, you know, they would have been the number one seed and it wasn't their fault that that didn't happen. And so this makes it a little bit more fair. I mean, they don't have the bye week. The Chiefs get that. They earned it by winning percentage, but that it's going to be at a neutral site is fine. My solution going forward, I think that they should play the AFC championship game at Gillette. Uh, They know how to deal with it. They have a history of doing it. The Patriots won't host one for a while and um, throw <laughs> throw Robert a bone. I don't hate it. Play it in Chicago outdoors, and I thought they did the best they could given the situation. Chicago or Pittsburgh should host the game. Uh, Chicago? Yeah. Why? Outdoors. They outdoors, outdoors Midwest. Anything. And that, that stadium is wretched. Not a great stadium. So Pittsburgh. And should do, be Vegas. And donate the funds to the DeMar Hamlin charity or, or some DeMar I'm Hamlin. I'm with you. I don't want an indoor bowl game experience. Right. I I, don't, I'm totally with you. Okay. I don't want an indoor neutral site dome. Please. And I think the league handled it really well. The only thing they're, they've done wrong and continue to do wrong, and it's now starting to bug me, is this this whole thing about you know Troy Vincent saying, well, I don't know where it came from, the five-minute warning and the 10-minute warm-up. I don't know where that Like, would you just own that for Pete's sake? Like, why do they have to lie? And now this turns into a thing in ESPN.com with a big expose on it, further exposing that Troy Vincent wanted them to warm up when they weren't. Like, wh- why did you have to deny that? Why couldn't you just simply say, yes, in real time, the protocol is to continue with the game. So we were just following protocols. But it, as soon as we heard from the people on the field that it wasn't happening, we shut it down. And there was no playbook for this. And it was in real time. And it was a chaotic situation. And... Yes, originally we were planning to go forward like we almost always do, but we didn't. Hardy's going to have a field day with this. Why couldn't you just say that? But instead, what? I don't get why Hardy would have a field day with I mean, this. It's the longest answer ever. Sorry, all right, next, go. <laughs> Mac Jones is a little bitch. Number eight, who was your favorite player to watch across the league in 2022? On film, my favorite player was Max Crosby. I watched all the Raiders games. He was just, he was sensational. And 
I, I knew it when I saw at the joint practices, and I, I think I talked about this before, but, you know, they had the one-on-one pass rush drills. And most veterans who, are, you know, have accomplished something, they do like one rep and they go rest. Max Crosby never stopped. He never came off the field, and that's what he does on that team. Chandler Jones has to go out every other series to, to do nothing. Max Crosby never leaves the field, and he's always impactful. Pat's daddy, Josh Allen. Uh, we got to see him in primetime so much this year. I love watching him torment teams. We got him. We got him sacked. Flick, 60 yards, touchdown, suck it. Next. Connor, Connor McDermott. McDermott. How would you describe the play of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on Sunday night? Where do the Packers go from here? Puzzling. I, I, I don't know what's happened to that guy in a variety of different ways. He's so much different than the player I covered uh, early on in his career. Um, where they go from here, I think they got to, as long as he's going to play, they got to run it back. They got to they got to do more around him. They got to fix the offense. Maybe Hackett comes back after getting fired in Denver, and, and that will help things. But uh, Aaron has lost his ways. Two words, typically uninspired. I should have known better to think they'd win and get in because if we've learned in recent years anything about him and this team, high-pressure game. Packers got to win it. You got a pants-crapping no-show every single time. I wrote down typical. How would you describe the play of Rodgers? Typical. He doesn't give a crap, and it permeates the whole team. Totally does. Permeates the whole operation. And where do they go from here? You have to turn the team over to Jordan Love. You have to. It's your only chance. And I'm not telling you there's any guarantee there, but you have to do it. Rodgers does not care. He does not lead. And you're destined to be this until he walks away. So I think there's a way to trade him. He has to agree to it. But get rid of them and turn the team over to Jordan Love. That's what they have to do next. And, oh, by the way, I've been saying that for three years. Next. Sorry. <laughs> We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Thank you for that, Bill. Are you looking forward, Greg, to the expanded college football playoffs? Or after last night, do you think less is more? I am. I think that the expanded field will make it less likely that you get a lopsided uh, championship game. Where now you're just basically beholden to what the ranking is. So true. If it's an expanded field, Alabama's in there. Another SCTC team is in there. USC is in there. And TCU's more likely to be blown out. You're right. A, a tournament makes it less likely you get a bad final. Yeah, and those playoff games were absolutely awesome this year. And look, someone could squeak through like a TCU and the championship game could suffer, but there'll be more wild playoff games. Next. 24 of 32 is two things. Thank you. I needed that. Very good, Jimmy. Biggest tool bag of 2022. Deshaun Watson. Uh, for everything he did off the field, and then he comes back, and he was awful. Just terrible. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> Russell Wilson. And next. And I'll go Aaron Rodgers on that one. Next. My point is they easily should have been like 11 and, and whatever. But instead of 8 and 9, you could have been 11 and... <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> MS swallows it. It's just, uh, that's notable too. Uh, okay, I just asked you the MVP. Who's the biggest disappointment? In the league, you didn't, ask, no, you didn't the ask the MVP. Oh, who's your MVP? Sorry, Joe Burrow. I just think he's he did more with less. Bad offensive line. Jamar Chase gets hurt. T. Higgins gets hurt a lot. Uh, and the way they ended the season on that winning streak, he he's unbelievable. Mahomes. I think their defense sucks in Kansas City. Tyreek Hill is gone, and he's the only reason they win. Patrick uh, Mahomes. I'll go Allen on that one next. Mac Jones is a little bitch. Okay, now the biggest disappointment player, Zach Wilson. I, I the guy is just uber talented. He had a good enough team around him, and just because he's a mental midget, they finish seven and ten and out of the playoffs. Mental little person, we say now. Next. Once again, Sorry. Broncos country. Let's ride. Oh, it has to be Russell Ru Wilson. It has to be Russell Wilson next. 
Mac has the ability to, you know, to play quarterback in this league. Big of you, Bill, to admit that. Give me a Dallas-Tampa breakdown Monday night. Who do you got, Greg, and why? I have not seen these teams very much. I don't know what kind of health situation Tampa's in at this point, but I am fascinated by Tom Brady versus Dan Quinn again, the, the Dallas defensive coordinator. They both know each other very well. Quinn's definitely changed from, say, what he did in Atlanta. Um, but I think Brady has a chance. To, they're kind of a boom and bust secondary. I think Brady has a chance to make plays. And I, for some reason, I feel like Tampa Bay's defense, which has kind of been all over the place, I think they, they're they the type of unit that can get really dialed in and dominate up front. Brady, 7-0 and against Dallas Lifetime. Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game in 30 years. Ah! Dak Prescott, 15 picks in 12 games, and they've been coming a lot in this last month. Mike McCarthy and uh, Bucks win, Bucks win, Bucks win. Brady is not losing he ain't losing to this team this game this week he's not losing next we're one of the lowest spending teams in the league again thank you for that bill that will live forever uh what is your super bowl matchup greg it was going to be Bengals 49ers but i just think with everything that's going on i think the bills are destined to get there and win this super bowl this year bills philly i uh, have 49ers i got a rematch of 2019 chiefs and niners with a little asterisk don't let the Seahawks upset the Niners this week. And I know it would be a massive upset because if that happens, he's going back. Because you know how it lines up. It's Brady at Minnesota with Kirk Cousins. And then Brady at Philly with Jalen Hurts. And that team that's been kind of wonky this last month, he'll go back. You watch. Don't let the Niners lose this weekend. Here's an update with Big Jim again, breaking Red Sox news. We're back with phones for Bedard on the pass right after this. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Every day they work their hardest to give you the best show they can. I think that's rare. It's Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Right back to the phones, as promised. Chase is in Salem. Go ahead, Chase. Hey, uh, I know you said you don't want to draft a quarterback, but I just want to present the idea to you. Uh, you know Bill and, and Kraft are obviously like on a timeline with their age and everything. And I, I know it sounds crazy, but I would trade for the first pick just because, you know, the Bears don't need a quarterback with Justin Fields. Do you think there's any it, chance of that, Chase? Right now they're at – is it, are they have the 14th, 14th or the 14th, 14th pick? I, I think you got I think you need to offer three first-round picks. I really do. Okay. And the thing, do you think that's at all real? And I'm sorry to cut you off, Chase. Thank you for the call. Is that at all realistic? No. No. Are they – when have they ever packaged first-round picks? They've traded up in the first round a couple times. Have they ever given up? The only thing they've given up a first-round pick for is Belichick himself. Now they're going to give up three for a quarterback after they drafted one in the first round two years ago? Who's actually okay and might, again, might be the guy? No way. That would be stupid. Greg, your thoughts? I agree with you. Thank I you. I mean, you know, look, I, I am not 100% sold on Mac Jones. I just... It was a promising rookie campaign. It was a good baseline. This year was bad because the coaching was bad. And I want to see him with a real operation around to see whether he can do it. I think he can do it. I don't know he can do it. But I'm not throwing – I'd rather throw assets to – you got to improve the offensive line. you got to get a real weapon that, that people have to respect. You have you need a number one cornerback. You need more athletic linebackers. Like You need a lot more other stuff on this team than, you know, a, a quarterback. Now, am I against drafting a quarterback, say, in the second, third, fourth round that has either a big arm or is a great athlete and I have the potential to coach them up in a year or two, um, you know, really 
sit them. You know, Pat Mahomes sat for, I mean, he was a first-round pick, but he sat for a year. Aaron Rodgers sat for three years and completely changed the way he threw the ball. Would I be open to doing that? Hell yeah, I would do that every other year pretty much. Yes, Jimmy? The Patriots, the Baker Mayfield's agent said that the Patriots were going to trade up to get Baker Mayfield at the number one pick or the number two pick a few years ago. Isn't that right? That is right. So they, they, there's a precedent for at least them talking about packaging a bunch of assets to go get a quarterback they like. I guess that's true. Okay. I would blow, but I think that would be stupid. Yeah, that would have been a good move. I mean, but if you target the guy and you know he's the guy, who's the guy? Would have been wrong on Mayfield, but then you go get the okay, guy. But who's the guy this year? They had the guy. Who's the guy this year? No, I, I don't know. They're all the same to me. They're all yeah. small, I mean, undersized Indian. The one guy I think is a chance to be special, and I'm no college football guy, but I watch him a little bit. I watch him in the Cotton Bowl because he played Tulane. But that USC quarterback, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that fella has a chance to be something. All the prognosticators say Bryce Young out of Alabama, but I think he's spindly. Like, he's just too thin. Okay. I mean, there, who knows? there's no like, but the, the USC kid's not coming out, right? right? He's not. And I should know his name. Williams? He won the Heisman for Caleb Pete's sake. Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Uh, he can, he's like, he's Mahomes-like. He runs left, throws right. He's like just crazy uh, playmaker. Uh, chance to be a special kind of guy. But is Bryce Young that? You know, and who else are we talking? The Kentucky kid? Like, are those guys projected as those kind of guys? No. I'm not doing that. And, 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 and oh, by the way, it's completely unrealistic in my opinion, Jimmy, even if they might have considered something like that for Baker Mayfield. I'm just giving you a fact. That's no, all. no, no, I get it. I, and, I, and I accept it. I'm not rejecting it. Thank you. I just don't think that's in the cards. Uh, here's Cliss in Boston. Yes, Cliss. Hey, it's Cleese, but okay, hey, Cleese. guys, look, we're putting a lot of uh, blame on Mac. Mac is not to blame. We got Patricia, who honestly doesn't have any idea how to call plays or rhythm, but I think we have neglected talking about the receivers, too, among other problems. Uh, Greg, I don't know if you noticed, but receivers were running their routes right into each other, on top of each other, lack of depth, doing the right uh, combination of, you know, their depth and, you know, things on offense in terms of their formations, right? We have we don't have defensive receivers, but Patricia did a bad job of getting those guys in formations where we could separate them in terms of bunch. And I'm just going to stop you if we go too far with the bunching and all of this. It They were poorly coordinated, uh, Greg, simply put. Yeah, well, I mean, without question. I mean, even in this game, they had crucial third downs where you're like, there's three receivers, like, in the same spot when the quarterback's ready to pass. It's not supposed to happen i mean there's just a lot of things you know this whole debate about mac jones even though it shouldn't be a debate but you know if you asked the offensive players on this team like about mac like do you think this year would was mac's problem was mac at fault is he not good enough and they would all look at you like you had five hits all of them so okay but again that doesn't mean well no i mean that i I think that counts for something if he sucked they wouldn't support him whether they liked him or not they wouldn't support him. Johnny Connecticut, quickly. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm just wondering if, if, if Greg thinks that Belichick still has the same intensity that he used to show. You know, he makes a lot of excuses now. He, um, he after wins, he kind of has these moral victories. I never heard that before out of him. And he just doesn't seem as upset after losses. I, 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 he, he used to look like, you know, death warmed over after a loss. Okay, does Bill, has Bill changed? Of course he has. I mean, I don't think there's any debate about that. I don't think he's the same coach, GM, what have you, that he was, say, 10 years ago. 
And, you know, look, this is, uh, you know, a topic for some other time, maybe a good talk show radio topic. Thank but, you. Well, that's what we um, are. That's what you, you know, are. If Bill Belichick was evaluating Bill Belichick as a player, he would let himself go. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just what he did. He, he, Brady, you could make the same arguments about Belichick that you could make about Brady. Well, you know, let's keep him just because of what he did. Whatever. And Bill said no. He basically pushed how'd, him out the door here. How'd that work out? Yeah. <laughs> well, now you're arguing. Now, now you're saying we should keep Bill Belichick, Jimmy Murray. Oh no, please! I, I mean, you need to follow what Greg's driving yeah, at. Yeah, you yeah. just worked against him there. Oh well, I didn't mean to do that because <laughs> oh. as, oh. as time has proven, it was all about the quarterback the whole time. Uh, long commercial free segment. Final thoughts with Bedard and your calls. We'll be our team. Stuck in traffic? You've got Felger and Matt. I want to vomit. It's just hard figuring out which one is worse. I, I'm not ready to answer that question. Now more Felger and Mass. 98.5 The Sports Hub. The Patriots, for the most part, put up a great fight today against the Buffalo Bills, but betrayed by their special teams unit once again, and then ultimately Josh Allen and the Bills yep, do what they do best. They make big plays. Allen to Brown for 42, later Allen to Diggs for 49, and we see Matthew Slater as well on the field, like McCourty, in the emotional embrace, a lot of people coming over to each of them. Came and competed today, and the NFL went on today. I think that's the biggest thing for the week. Be glad DeMar Hamlin is feeling better, but the league goes on. Playoffs start next week. And you got to figure out what you got to do to get better in the offseason. Because reality is you're 8-9, that's what you are. 8-9 teams give up two touchdowns for kickoffs, which is absurd. 8-9 teams allow quarterbacks to sit there flat-footed for over five seconds inside the red zone and throw touchdowns. 8-9 you know, football teams, you turn it over inside the red zone. And that's why you're 8-9. So that's how it ended. Obviously in Buffalo. Greg, where do they go from here? Where do they go from here? What do you expect? I'm just going to ask you. I'm Pretend we're doing a hit in Topeka, Kansas. And the, the host asked you, uh, okay, where do the Pats go from here? What do you say? I, this is me putting on my Pats optimist hat. It doesn't fit me very well anymore. I don't put it on very much. But um, here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that uh, Bill is completely forthcoming with Robert today. Says, look, I effed this up. I did. I'm not going to tell those idiots in the media it, but I did. You know it. I know it. Everybody with a brain knows it. And I'm going to fix it. And uh, we are not that far away from being a good team. Um, yes, we were one game out of the playoffs, but you could look at some of the other games that um, we were basically handed, and you could make the counter argument. Uh, but, you know, we we made progress in 2021. We went backwards this year solely because of the decisions I made. And I am going to rectify it. I am bringing Bill O'Brien back. I am telling him to find a young, uh, promising uh, assistant to be quarterbacks coach. Uh, we are bringing in a new wide receivers coach. Uh, basically, I'm leaving the offensive staff up to Bill O'Brien. I am letting him run that show. Um, I am retaining Gerard Mayo and promoting him. As defensive coordinator, he will call the plays. If Stevie doesn't like it, Stevie can leave and go find his own job. Joe Judge is going back to be special teams coordinator. 
Matt Patricia is going in the front office. Uh, he will help me on game day up in the booth. This is the way forward, and we were all, we are also going to spend a little bit more money this offseason. Oh, Robert. and by the way, Robert, sorry for that comment the other day about yeah, your spending. Sorry about that. Uh, we're one to, of the lowest spending teams in the league. I didn't mean it, Robert. I tried to put the genie back in the bottle, but just you know, love you, Robert. Thank you. I love you. Mean it. Um, but we are going to spend. We're going to get uh, more impactful on offense. I am going to find the next number one cornerback because we haven't really won much without one around here. Okay, so stop. and we're going forward. Can I stop you? So uh, now, if you're prioritizing the roster, you think corners? I think I think a number one cornerback. Uh, really frees you up to do a bunch of things. That's the way they won in the last half of the the, the second part of the dynasty. Well, Ty Law went too shabby. In the no, first. I know, I know. But they played different defense then. I mean, it was a different game. But yeah. in the in the modern game, the Patriots have only been able to play really good defense against it. And don't give me your stats. I'm talking about actual on the field against living and breathing good quarterbacks with weapons. They haven't been able to stop them. I don't think the scheme can. I don't think the players that they have can. Unless they get a number one shutdown cornerback that can take Stefan Diggs out of the game. And then you can focus your power on Josh Allen. You know, so I think that that in my mind, that's the number one. You you have a number one cornerback, say like Stefan Gilmore in his prime, then you have uh Panda Express Jack Jones as your number two cornerback. If he gets back on the program, I don't Marcus get Panda Jones. Express. That's I, what he broke into in college. Got kicked out of USC. That's what he got arrested for. He broke into a Panda Express. Yeah. Why would you break into a Panda Express? <laughs> Have you had their chicken? It's delicious. I'm sure yes. the General yeah. Giles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't break. Phenomenal. I wouldn't break in for it. He broke into the. I thought. It's isn't it just a uh, food court thing? Yeah, yeah. Do they have late at night? Who do was, they have standalone shops? Who was the Seahawks receiver? How do you break into, into the food court? I mean, I don't know. You find a way in. You jimmy the lock. You raise the gate. It's the town too. That's the plot. He lifted the gate. I'm guessing. in the food court <laughs> at the Panda Express. I'll look up the story, Mike. I'll get <laughs> all the dirty the details. <laughs> That's whack. You put Marcus Jones in the slot. Go He's ahead. your next great slot cornerback. You're going to have to find a free safety because I don't know if Devin's coming back and, and he's past his prime, and I don't think that guy's on the roster either. And you were trying like hell to make Josh Uche and every down guy up front, um, and you're getting one athletic linebacker. Bill, you didn't do it last year. Do it this year in the draft. You're Go asking find for too much. To you're asking him. for way too much now. Let's pour it down to this. Number one need, if they – if you know, well the, then, so listen. Tackle. The, right, the first round pick or the most money in free agency. What, however you want to parse that out, you can only have one: a tackle or a corner. Tackle, what? tackle. They need one to survive. They can get by and not do well against good offenses um, without a number one cornerback. Okay, I think. Okay, so what you you said earlier that in Bill's you know ideal world, what he's saying to Robert is that we're not far away from being a good team. Do you agree with that? Because I do. I think the roster is okay. Mm-hmm. And I, that isn't to say great. I mean, people always misinterpret that as saying like, oh, they're great. You think they're a great team? No, no. I think the roster is okay to good and has some areas for upside. Like, I think they've... They're, they're, they, been, they should have been 10-7 and seven or 11-6 and six this year with a puncher's chance in every single playoff game. Thank you. I mean, they were 10-7 and seven last year. The roster improved from last year, and they went two games worse. And the reason was coaching, not the roster. And the roster is okay. Mm-hmm. And I think there's reason to, if you can develop these guys properly, now it feels to me like Tyquan Thornton went backwards, but if you can get him back on the ascent, I think there's a shot there with that kid. And certainly the Jones kids on defense, if you keep them out of the Panda Express, 
you know, and straighten him out because maybe he's a locker room problem or whatever. He got his ass suspended at the end of the year. But either way, both those guys can play. And strange, you know, get him on the uh, <clears throat> excuse me program there a little bit. And beef him. I mean, I don't know. Barmore on defense, strange on offense. Tyquan Thornton outside on offense. The Jones kids on defense. On the like, there's building blocks there. Duggar, if you can figure out just how to use them and don't mm-hmm. expose them in the passing game, he's a you know playmaker there on defense. Like whatever. I mean, I just think I don't look at the roster and go, oh my god, you know what are they going to do here? I, I I think they're on their way with the roster, including perhaps the young quarterback. It, so I don't think they are far away. And if they straighten out the coaching and get the players back on board, you know, tugging in one direction, they should be a good team next year, a contending team next year. I didn't say Super Bowl team. Right. But back to being double digits and maybe, you know, winning a play. Like, they should be that kind of team. Absolutely. It really isn't that hard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, the, I the path is definitely there. It's just how effing stubborn is Bill going to be? And so that's the question. All right, Greg, thanks so much. Again, I'm glad to hear that you're with us through the playoffs and the Super Bowl. So Big Boy joins us next Tuesday. You're dismissed for the day, Greg. Looking forward to it. Okay, thank you, babe. When we come back, the value of keeping Bill Belichick to set the Don Shula record. I think there are reasons to keep Bill Belichick for sure, but is the Don Shula record one of them? And how does Kraft feel about that? I want to pick up that topic after Big Jim Murray gets you updated. 90 seconds, no commercials.